danger zone. A rated PG gonna take you right into the danger zone with rated PG. <laughs> oh, the king of 80s soundtracks, Hi, Kenny everybody. Loggins, Melissa's favorite. It's me, Melissa Pressman. And it's me, Benji Pressman. <laughs> Best actor, award winning. That's right. At a murder mystery brunch. Happy Suck birthday, on Julia. That, everybody else. <laughs> he won. He won an award. It is framed on the wall already. Oh, my God. Never frame my diplomas, but I will frame that. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of himself. I couldn't even, like, sit next to him in the car. Like, his e- my ego took the over ego the whole front row. <laughs> it was just like, ugh. It was like, in, was it Four Christmases? Where he was like, oh, now I know how Celine Dion feels. <laughs> uh. After he played... Joseph. <laughs> I feel like that movie doesn't get enough credit. That one's pretty fun. It is. That's a good one. It's not a kid's movie, so we're not going to review it or talk about it. But it's a good one, so watch it. Yeah. Um. So, one, a uh, lot of fires right now in our area. Yep. I hope um, everybody's safe. So, just if you're in the the lower... Southern California area in the Los Angeles space. I hope you're safe. If you've had to evacuate, uh, I hope you are somewhere comfortable for the time being. Um, And just know, because I have seen all kinds of outpouring on social media, and I've seen pictures of what's been coming in, that people are doing all they can to help people rebuild because people have lost, like, everything. Yeah, it's pretty awful. you know, the, uh, the the kindness of people is always outweighs the crap that's out there. So, <sighs> so that's that. So I'm sorry to bring it all down, guys. But anyway. <laughs> and also just remember, if the air quality is bad, don't exercise. <laughs> outside. Don't I, exercise outside. Just all I took away was don't exercise. <laughs> you can exercise inside. <laughs> No, I just it said don't exercise. Don't do it, people. Where did it, it didn't say that anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> I might be. I might be twisting things to fit my own narrative. Uh, I think so. But uh, I am a cis white male, so that's what we do. <laughs> Good job. Uh so we watched Ratatouille this week. Yeah, from two thousand and seven. Also directed by Brad Bird, was, as was The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. There were two Brad Bird joints in a row. Whoa! So, the summary on IMDb. A rat who can cook makes an unusual alliance with a young kitchen worker at a famous restaurant. It's pretty good, IMDb. I mean, that's more accurate than The Incredibles was. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, this one um, was definitely... A while back, like a regular for Nathan, oh, like Nate a watch this movie. watch every day yeah. movie. So he would just say like Remy, Remy, like, and then he would just watch it every day. He really liked this one. Yeah, uh, th- and this one's cute. Like this is not a this one's not bad to have on. No, and I've heard a, a, a or read a number of interviews with chefs who say this is their favorite cooking movie because <laughs> I think it 
in, in some ways accurately represents what it's like to work at a restaurant. Rats. Yeah, rats everywhere. <laughs> you know, lots of crazy people. <laughs> Egos. Actual people named Ego and rats. Yeah, every restaurant has that. <laughs> we both worked in restaurants. We can attest to this. Well, I never saw a rat in the restaurant I worked in. I never saw one. I just read the next morning reports of rats and then had to call the exterminator. We, yeah, I never. I mean, I don't know what it's like in Chicago, but New York, because all of New York is like tunnels and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. rats everywhere. Because there's all like old coal cellars and things like that. And just like weird little yeah. offshoots of subway tunnels. It's just there's rats everywhere in New York. More rats than people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Greatest city on earth. Man, it makes sense why it's so expensive to live there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. And then I have one other quick ratatouille story before we get into the movie. Um, I remember when this movie came out and Pat Oswald was doing the rounds because he's the voice of Remy. And he was on Conan O'Brien talking about like having to do like the circuit for a kids movie Mm -hmm. and saying how he would go and like sit down with like the Disney kids who like would do like the, like the interstitials on the Disney channel of like movie watchers. Hey, we're sitting down with Pat and talking about this. And he's like, like, just like snorted a rail. And he's like, and the amount of energy that these children have and that they're coming at you with. And like, ah, and you're just like, I don't. Yeah actually really want to be here (laughs) it was just this very funny moment like the way he described it i was like that's so accurate (laughs) because at the time uh i was watching a lot of disney channel so for professional reasons probably not (laughs) so i (laughs) i knew what they were talking about (laughs) so any hoosies (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember if I saw this in the theaters, but I definitely had seen it before Nate started watching it. Yeah. No, I'd never seen it in theaters. I didn't see this one. Um, but yeah, so the movie opens, and it's sort of like a like a old... Like... Um, it's not a video clip. I mean, it is a video clip. I'm trying to think, like... It's like a documentary sort of situation. Which is interesting because that's how The Incredibles started too. But the but this one feels like different. Not it's more like a like that felt like an interview documentary sort of thing. Right. This Whereas is a little more felt, narrative. Yeah, more like or like a profile or something. Like yeah, like, that. like we're talking about like it, this might be like right before a cooking show mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. So they're talking about how the greatest food is in France, the greatest chef is Gusto. And he wrote a book called Anyone Can Cook, and he really believes that. And then we also get introduced to Ego, the food critic who thinks that Gusto's full of shit. And that guy's called the Grim Eater. And he he doesn't think that anyone can cook. And they are very opposite physically. Gusto is a very large and jovial guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Anton Ego is very uh, thin and dour. Yes. Uh, and then we cut to, uh, Remy jumping out of a window. Right. You just hear a bunch, you see a house, it's raining, you mm-hmm. hear a bunch of noises, and then 
a rat with a book over his head jumps out a window and freeze frame. Mm-hmm. And then Pat Oswald starts a voiceover. Yeah. And he's like, this is me. Obviously I've made some poor life choices. Uh, and then, then we sort of have like a flashback to before that moment. And he's still like narrating. Not a flat. It's not a flashback. It's it, just like the story cuts yeah, back to. It basically starts in media res and then goes back to like a good starting point. But he uses that voiceover to link back. Like, cause then Penn Oswald as Rami sort of gives you his life story. Yeah. And he, he does, there's a lot of like, there's like narrating to the story going on throughout the whole movie. Um, so Remy turns out has an amazing sense of smell. He's like, he knows what's in all the food, which then turns out to be uh, positive because he can smell rat poison. Yeah. And in a sort of Disney movie way, he is a prince in his own way. Right. Cause he's the son of the head of the clan. So he's like, yeah, I get, I guess so. <laughs> um, so his brother's Emil, he thinks it's really cool that he can do this. His dad thinks he's, a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. And so uh, the only positive thing is that he can smell rat poison. It's not that he has this ability to smell that there's like lemon curd and a hint of oregano and uh, like yeah, he just has this amazing sense of smell. Remy's like, we are thieves and we steal garbage. We should be like, we shouldn't be thieves and we should eat good food. And everybody and else if we're going to be thieves, like let's like, why don't we just take the good stuff? Like, like why are we taking food from the like, kitchen? And his dad's like, stay away from people, stay away from this. and da-da. But Remy is sort of, he's enamored with humans. And he thinks what they do is amazing. And he loves Gusto. Like, this is his... That's his boy. His, like, man. He's like, you are teaching me everything I need to know. And he's so he's, like, super into food. And he loves how there's, like, all these flavors and how you can combine flavors. and He sort of has some, like, synesthesia. Like, as he tastes stuff, he sees colors and hears music. Yeah, yeah. It's a little, ooh, excuse me, a little jazzy, if you will. This movie uh, is very kinetic is the best way I can describe it. Like, there's a lot of moving cameras. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, I mean, they're not really tracking shots because it's animated, but they're, design like a tracking shot like you're yeah. following remy running around or like action happening and the cameras really move a lot in this movie and, and the music kind of moves with it i think it's yeah really it's like an action movie almost but it's not you know a traditional action movie just the way it's shot the way it moves around yeah it's really cool yeah i enjoy that is that what you say what with animation the way it's shot or I is mean, it the way that the animation was drawn that's, I mean, the way Pixar approaches it, I think it is more about how it's shot because they build an environment with models of characters and then they set up lighting and cameras in the in these simulated environments they build. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, either... I mean, they have cinematographers. They got, like, all that stuff, right? So It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so... We know Remy. He's super into food. He doesn't... He walks on two legs... Like, instead of all fours, because he doesn't want to be washing his hands all the time, mm-hmm. every time he eats. He's I mean, but he still should wash his hands every time he eats, but... You know what I mean. Yeah. But, so he's very <laughs> particular about, like, what he eats. He will not eat garbage. And he finds this really great mushroom that he wants to hide. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, with Emil. Because Emil lets him sort of, like, be who he is. He yeah. doesn't, like, shit talk Emil him. Emil's just like, let your freak flag f- fly. And then... really hard to say. <laughs> And then he sees, like, Emil's got this, like, bag of cheese, and he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. We have to cook it together. How do we do this? So they go up on the roof, 
and they're like cooking it over the like fireplace. Yeah, I guess it's like the chimney from. So the he's fireplace. like smoking yeah. it or something, and then <laughs> there's like a storm coming. And Emil's like, it's getting too close. And then the lightning strikes and they both get like basically like struck by lightning and they fall down. And then Remy's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It needs saffron. And he's like, Gusto swears by saffron. That's going to be. And he's like, it's going to be in the house, isn't it? He's like, yeah, let's go. It's the most expensive uh, flavor in the world, I believe. Is it? I think. I mean, gold's gone up. But for a time, it was more expensive than gold because you have to like hand pick it from the center of a flower otherwise it gets destroyed so it was like it's like a few hundred dollars an ounce but you need very very little for a dish even even more expensive than like white truffles i don't know i think so <laughs> okay so so then they're in the kitchen and he's like talking to emil telling him all this stuff and I mean, he was like, you come in here all the time. This is crazy. And he's like, oh, and in this book, he's like, you read. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it he's doesn't, like, they he's don't like, explain oh my how God. he learned how to read. He just can read. He's like, oh, Jesus. And then he was like, oh, there's Gusto. Because she, he's like, don't worry. She always puts this cooking show on. She passes out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, We're fine. They, they, they're inside the house of some old French lady. Um, And so he's watching the show. And then they're like talking about something. And then they say that Gusto got a bad review from Ego, which then he had a five-star restaurant. So he loses a star because of the review, mm-hmm. which then I guess sends him down some sort of crazy spiral. I'm going to guess drugs and alcohol were involved because he is a chef. And I don't mean to uh, blanket statement that, but it's been my um, experience. There is a lot of cocaine. <laughs> or maybe it's changed. It could have changed. There has been a lot of cocaine in the uh, chefing world. I mean, it's a job where you are working crazy hours mm-hmm, on your feet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you got to be on point. Like, it, I get why. And then there's a lot of alcohol to come down from that. Right. In my experience with people. I guess I'm just trying world. to understand, like... But isn't that what, like parenthood is so why aren't we all on cocaine <laughs> i mean I, we can ask around if that's what you're you're angling for no thank you i'm not a fan myself I, but i don't i don't like feeling out of control <laughs> yeah i don't think we would do well i don't like taking cold medicine it could so. also be that gusto weighed like 600 pounds <laughs> that could have been a problem too. <laughs> so he he dies. So then the the restaurant loses another star. So not only has three, but Remy didn't know he was dead, and that sort of like like took him out of where he was. Yeah, and then he's just like standing in front of and the he's TV, just like, all distraught. Oh my god, he's dead! And then the old lady wakes up and sees him and freaks out, which I would too. I mean, if I saw a rat, yes. But her next reaction is it's a out extreme. of control. Because she takes a shotgun and just starts shooting it around her house. Also, not proper gun safety. She kept a loaded shotgun in her umbrella stand. Yeah, she did. People, remember, you got to lock up your guns separate from your ammunition and keep your guns unloaded. It's true. Very good. Did you go through the Be Smart program too? Um, I mean, I, I have been et- properly educated on <laughs> common sense gun safety in the home. 
He's right, though. So then... (laughs) (laughs) So she's nuts and, like, just shooting all over her house. And they're doing all they can to, like, get away from her. And Emil starts running up to the ceiling because the rat colony is actually in her attic. Right. And And then... Remy's like, don't do that. You're going to take her to the rat colony. So she's just, like, firing all over the ceiling. So then because she did that, all of a sudden the ceiling starts to, like, crack. Because she shot up the ceiling. Yeah. And then she has to, like, reload her shotgun. And then... The ceiling falls in, and there are so many rats. And they all just kind of like look at her and, and like blink, running. and then scatter. And like, go, 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 <laughs> go to the boats. Like they have like a like a getaway plan. I mean, Remy and his dad may not get along, but Remy's dad is a good leader. He has contingency plans. He keeps his people safe and sheltered and fed. I mean, he's good. He's good at what it's he does. Crazy. So then, so they're all going, and then Remy's like, "Oh my god, I need the book." So he goes back to get Gusto's book, um, and then that's and then we cut up to where the movie uh, caught. We are now caught up to where the movie started, mm-hmm. which is Remy jumping through the window because now she's got like a poison mask on. <laughs> she's, she's like, like just like the house. spraying poison all over the house. <laughs> she's crazy. This lady. I'm like, none of this feels safe for her. <laughs> so then, so it's like it's raining. They're in the boats. They're all like trying to get away. Remy tries to get to his family. She's still shooting at the rats uh, in the in the river. <laughs> she's a pretty good shot. <laughs> she, she's like shooting, uh, and he's he's like paddling, paddling. He can't catch up with his family, so they they get separated, and now he's on his own, and he doesn't know what to do. And then Gusto basically in his mind comes alive and is talking to him. Yeah. And it's unclear how long Remy's been alone. It seems like a few days. Yeah. And he's like, well, go up and see what you can find. And so he's, he's like climbing around and like looking, you know, he's in some sort of like, it seems like an apartment complex. Yeah. And I think like, this is another example, like this scene, like the music's really cool. And I think it's mostly like one shot, like the Mm -hmm. camera's kind of checking out, like, you see a couple where she's like pulling a gun on the guy. He's like, you don't have the guts. <laughs> and then a bullet fly, like almost hits Remy yeah. through the ceiling and he like goes back and then they're like making out. Yeah. It's like crazy. very French, but it wasn't in English though. It was like, in wasn't it in French? I think everything is in English. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So then he's like running, running, running. He was going to take some food, but then Gusto was like, no, you don't need to take food. You can make food. So you just wait. When you when you can get it, you'll get it. Like, don't worry. So he's running, running, and then he gets to the top, and he was like, oh, my God, I've been underneath Paris this whole time. And then he's right at Gusto's restaurant, and he's like, I can't believe this. You've brought me here. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> I brought you here. Of course. <laughs> um. So he runs over because he wants to like he wants to like just see inside the restaurant. And then while he's looking inside the restaurant, we cut to like uh, we're introduced to the character of Linguini, whose mom was Renata, who was friends with Gusto. Friends. And she had asked if Linguini could get a job at the restaurant. And we find out she is dead. And this guy Skinner, who was the sous chef, mm-hmm. is now the head chef. Mm-hmm. And he he just seems like one of those people who says no to everything yeah. first. He's not got a great 
demeanor about him. Well, but he basically, he was just like, okay, well, if anything opens up, we'll reach out to you. And one of the guys was like, well, but he's a he's Renata's boy. Like, they all knew who Renata was. He's like, but that's Renata's boy, so I gave him a job. And he was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I made him the garbage boy. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but he's very picky about who's going to be cooking in the restaurant, which makes sense. I mean, he is the executive chef. like, And it is... Even though it's only a three-star restaurant instead of five-star, like it still seems pretty expensive and like high-class food, yeah. even yeah. if it's not the cutting-edge and most famous popular restaurant yeah, any like longer. Yeah, it's still a high-end restaurant. Um, so Linguini's like doing his thing, like trying to clean up. Remy's watching. He's like talking with Gusto, the ghost of Gusto. Yeah. Um, and the like, Gusto. <laughs> the Gusto. And labeling everything like, this is this chef, this is this, but da 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 And he basically is like, Linguini's nobody. He's just like, whatever, who cares? He's a plongier. Yeah. <laughs> but but then the ghost is like, but he anybody can cook, and he is. And we see Linguini, who is a giant klutz, uh, just like knock over this giant thing of soup. He and is like a like a labradoodle or something, man. He's out. Of, he's like our kid. He is like he's Nate. like Nathan. He it really. really is. That's what I was singing as we were watching it this time. Like, just no sense of space. What he's doing with his body. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and so Linguini <laughs> knocks over this thing of soup and then just starts like throwing shit in it to like because he like spilled a bunch. He like yeah. fills it with water. Just starts throwing stuff. And Remy's like freaking out. He's like, he's he's ruining it. He's ruining it. He's like, why don't you do something? He's like, what am I gonna do? I'm in your head. Like, yeah. I can't do anything. <laughs> and like in his like freak out, he like falls, like the window sort of like he's on like the the roof. Yeah. And he skylight. falls into the into the kitchen. And it that becomes like this whole thing, trying to get away. He's like in the sink, he almost gets cooked. He's he ends up out in like the restaurant area. Yeah. Uh, he makes it back, you know, this whole like craziness. And then finally he's like he gets back to where the window is. Which is like, right next to the gross soup. And we right see next to the gross soup. Linguini taste it and almost just like puke all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> what did he do to that soup? <laughs> no, what? he didn't almost puke all over he puked yeah. out the window. He's like, what did he <laughs> like, do to that soup in two minutes? <laughs> he made it that bad. So then Remy climbs up and is going to leave, but then he smells it and is like, and then he's like, wee. and so he just adds like a couple things and then like goes to leave and Gusto's like, what are you doing? This is your chance. You know how to fix the soup. Fix it. So he starts like dancing around it and he's like doing all this stuff and adding all this these ingredients. This is the part where Nate used to just laugh. He used to think <laughs> this is so funny because he's like jumping it's like an esther williams movie or something he's just like jumping over like sprinkling stuff and just like throwing stuff in the soup and like esther williams that was her name the swimmer yeah yeah um and then (laughs) it's sort of like the light gets turned on but i think what it is is that he's so in his space so focused he doesn't realize so then all of a sudden he realizes he's being watched and Linguini's like, what is happening? And he's just like holding a little, Remy's holding a little handful of herbs and just like, they throws holding it eye in. contact, just like drops it. And then he goes to leave and uh, um, Linguini throws like the colander over him. Yeah. And he's like, because <laughs> something weird just happened. So then Skinner comes up and is freaking out because he's like, what are you doing? Are you cooking? Are you messing with stuff? Because you cannot be messing with my kitchen. And he's like, I did it. And the guy comes, gets some soup, puts it in a soup tureen and takes it out. And he's like, no, the soup. And and Skinner runs out, like freaking out. 
And then he was just like, that's it. You're fired. Like, you cannot be in this kitchen anymore. And it went to a food critic. And she liked it. What was her name? Something Leclerc. Leclerc, something like that. Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, and we see some other people taste the soup. They say, you're like, oh, this is pretty good. And they're like, oh, wow, this is actually good. And it comes back and it was like, she loved the soup. It's another thing where like he basically ruined a soup and somehow Remy fixed it in like one minute. But yeah. soups, the whole point is they cook for like eight hours and like the flavors evolve. Like, I mean, I guess Remy's just that good. Look. The chefs like this movie. There must be something accurate to it. I don't know. So <laughs> so the critic loves it. And then they're like, you can't, you can't fire him. Because if she writes something about this soup and he's fired, they're going to want to know, why did you fire that guy? And he was like, okay, fine. Then you can help him. But you have to make the soup again. So let's see if this was just a fluke or if you can actually cook. Yeah, and then he sees... Remy. They, no, they all see. They all see Remy trying to climb out the window and yeah. Linguini catches him in like a mason jar. Yeah, and they all freak out. And they're like, you need to get rid of that. If they find out there's a rat in here, we're screwed. Like, we got enough it. problems already. Like, you need to get him out of here and go kill him somewhere else. So he takes he takes Remy and he's just like talking and then he realizes that Remy is reacting to his words, like nodding. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait a minute, you understand me? And he was like... So they go through this whole thing. Melissa nodded, by the way. She's nodding more. Uh, so they go through this whole thing. And then he's like, look, let's, I can't cook. You can help me help you. And so then he goes to open the jar and Remy starts running. And Bolts. he's like, <laughs> Suck and then he was like, no, ugh, I actually want to help. So he goes back. Linguini takes him to his place. He sets him up and he just has like this view of the Eiffel Tower. Linguini's like, and it's this, not like, much, tiny, but. That view's got to be expensive. I mean, it's a perfect unblocked view of the it Eiffel is, Tower. It is, but it does look like it's just a room. I mean, there's like, it's like an L-shaped apartment. There's like a couch. He's like, Linguini sleeps on a couch. Like, there's no bedroom. That's like the hallway. Yeah. And then there's like a kitchen. Yeah. There's no bedroom. A kitchenette, so, really. So it's, yeah. it's... It's small, but yeah. I mean, that view... And I think it's like a hot plate. Like, it's not yeah. even like a kitchen. So, but the view is very nice, but I, it's not a big apartment. No, not by any means. So, so Remy's going to stay there with him and they're going to figure it out. Um, so they go back in the morning and they're not really sure like what to do. Well, there was one moment just to, so, uh, Remy makes omelets for them uh-huh. and Liguia's like, where'd you get the herbs? And he's like, oh, over there. And, and Liguia's like, don't steal. Like, I will buy stuff. We don't steal. Yeah. We don't need to steal. I will get you the ingredients you need. That's an important dynamic to set up. So they... Later. They're at the thing and he's like, here, just like go in my shirt. And he was like, uh, I don't know. Cause he was like, at first he was like <laughs> down my, my pants, pants and he was like, no. <laughs> so he's like in the shirt and they don't know what to like. How does he let him know what he needs? And he keeps biting him. And so they go into like the, like, it's like not a the walk, freezer, it's but a like, walk in fridge. Yeah. And he puts him down and he opens up his jacket. I love his scream in this yeah. moment. Because he's like covered like, in bites. Aah! And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, we can't do this. This isn't going to work. <laughs> you can't keep biting me. So then he gives him some cheese because he realizes he's hungry. And then they're like trying to figure out what to do. And Skinner comes by and goes into the to the fridge. And he's like, wait, the rat. And Linguini like turns the light off, shoves him up in his hat. 
And then the light goes back on, and he's like, was there a rat? And he's like, I didn't see anything. I don't know what you're and he's like, about. what are you doing? Get out of here. You can't be in here. And he's like, okay. And as they're leaving, he almost runs into something, but then like this crazy move happens, like this like matrix, yeah. like backwards thing. And he was like, wait a minute. How did that just happen? And then apparently Remy's able to control his entire body with his hair. Yeah, just pulling on his hair moves. Like a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, this is like, there's a lot of, look, I, I, I don't know. This is just one thing where I'm sort of like, this is a little, okay. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> As you always so, tell me. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So they spend the whole night like blindfold. He blindfolds him so they can figure out how to cook. And then by the next day, they're like, he's like making everything while Remy's up in his hat. So he's making the soup because Remy knows what to do. Um, and then he's like, okay, fine. You made the soup again. Great. I guess you can cook now. And he's like, Colette, you're in charge of training him. Yeah. So and just an aside, um, Colette is voiced by Janique Garofalo. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people in this movie where I'm just like, why cast all these people and then have them do bad French accents? <laughs> when Linguini doesn't, I, I guess Linguini's Italian, but he seems to live in Paris. He doesn't have an accent. Remy's a rat, so whatever. The rats cannot have accents. That's fine. They are speaking a different language. Mm -hmm. But why have all these? You could just hire anybody to do a French accent. Mm -hmm. It's not like Janine Garofalo and Brad Garrett and Ian Holm are necessarily selling this movie by talking in other voices. I just thought that was interesting that mm -hmm. uh, the really the only famous voice who speaks in their own voice is Patton Oswalt. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I guess it's just Pixar and they can do it. They can afford it whoever they want. Yeah. That's whatever. So she's just like, I'm the only woman in this kitchen. Don't fuck with me. I worked really hard to get here. Don't get in my way. Um, so and he's then, just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's into it. So then... She uh, almost murdered me. <laughs> so we cut to, we see inside Skinner's office. Um, and he's got all these like gusto people like set up. So he's been using Gusto's image to sell these like, like mass produced meals. frozen meals. Yeah. Um, and then he, he's like, okay, we're going to do this, this and this, and we're going to make these like corn dogs. He's like, great. So then he's like sitting at his desk, like going through his mail. And he finally reads the letter from Renata that came with Linguini when he got there. Yeah. And it basically, it just says like, this is Gusto's son. Gusto didn't know about it. Linguini doesn't know about it. Please help him out. Like, I need you to help him out. And he's like freaking out, so he gets his lawyer in. Well, I just this is a movie convention that bugs me. He just picks up his phone. And is like, get me my lawyer. It's like, who's on the other end of that line? I don't know. Was it an operator? Is there just somebody else in the rest, like the front of the restaurant, waiting for him to pick up a phone? Maybe I don't know. It's possible. But like, those are the kind, like movies do that kind of shit all yep. the time, where it's like that's not actually how things work. Yeah. So even in France. <laughs> So he's freaking out and the lawyer comes and basically explains like in the will, it says that after a certain amount of time, if no other like heir comes to claim anything, I think it was two years, then everything goes to Skinner. Like he just gets everything. And it's like two, there's like two weeks left till that deadline. Till that happens. And he's like, you don't think this isn't suspicious? Like there's no way. And he's like, it says he doesn't know. She says he, you know, he has no idea. She just wanted him to have a job. Just let him have a job because 
you know, he's in front of you so you can at least see what he's doing. And here, I'll take this hair from Gusto's hat yep. and get some, like, samples from him. And then we'll we'll do a DNA test and see if this is accurate. And then we'll go from there because it might not even be true. So so stop freaking out. So then... Great legal advice. So he's like, okay. So then we see Colette teaching... Um, Linguini, but really Remy, but really Remy, like everything about what it is to be like a good chef, so right? Because like, Remy's got an <clears throat> instinct for flavors and recipes, but he doesn't really know how to like work in a kitchen, right? Um, and, and like cut and clean and all that. So jazz. then it was like, this is how, what, how you keep your arms. You need your sleeves clean. This is you need to keep your station clean. You need to cut fast, like because things are going. Like you can't take your time here, um, and. Then uh, it was like, how do you know it's good bread? It's the sound. It's, you know, like all this great stuff. And then it was like, and everybody thinks that, you know, like working at a snooty restaurant, that the staff is snooty also, but we're not. Like, we all have like crazy pasts, and she's like telling all their pasts. And one guy's like a car shark. One guy served in some resistance. Another mm -hmm. guy served time, but nobody knows why. And he has a lot of different stories. <laughs> He's always telling a different story. One guy like ran away to the circus when he was 12 and got kicked out for messing with like the, the, ring the ringleader's daughter. daughter. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and she's like, but we're all artists and that's what we are. So, and that's what artists are. And she's like, and you're one of us. And he, that makes Linguini feel good. Cause I think he was, I think in general, he feels sort of like, He's lonely disconnected and also you know like i think he like just lost his mom and you know all this stuff so uh <clears throat> it's a night at the restaurant and the customers are just like well we want something new we're tired of that like new we soup. get it we know the soup's great we know about all your other like stuff that you always have we want what do you got that's new so the guy comes back and is like freaking out and he's like what do we do and they're like all right and they're like, well, just give them one of these. They're like, no, they want something from Linguini. And he's like, okay, fine. Then have him make this. And, and it's it was like, like tripe with licorice sauce. Yeah, it was like sweet meats and yeah, something. It sounds gross. And and they're like, this never did well. So have him make it and it won't do well. And then we'll be done with it. Like people will stop talking about him. Right. So he goes, they're making it. And then Remy has this like inspiration for the sauce. And they're they're going to do it and there's like a fight going on between Colette and Remy. But like Linguini's like, no, I should listen to you. I shouldn't just do this. And it she was like, This isn't the recipe. Don't don't put this on there. And he blocks her and pours his sauce that he made on top. Yeah. And she was really mad. And then it went out and it was a hit. And everybody loved it. And then they were just making it making all night. Making it all night. They apparently had a lot of like Guts to <laughs> just a big stockpile of fresh guts in the freezer. Yeah. And then the he, he, so then it's like, okay, everybody's celebrating because they just had like a really great night. Yeah. And he goes and lets Remy outside. And With like, like a little, he's like, picnic. here, take Very a break, French. relax. And Skinner's like crazy because he keeps thinking he sees the rat everywhere. So he and jumps. He does. He does. His timing's just off. So he goes to like take, as he's coming back in, he goes to take his hat and there's nothing there. And he's like, oh, this is just a silly game. Got your tooth. That's what we do. <laughs> Crazy chef. And he's like, okay, dude. Oh, is that why Canadians call them, call beanies toques? Cause, or, or like toques? Does it come from 
Like the French chef hats are called toques. Do you think that turned into toque and that's why Canadians call beanies toques? I don't know. Oh, man. My mind just went. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's happening. Everybody's celebrating. And while Remy is outside, he sees like another rat who then turns out to be a meal. And they're yeah. like, oh my God. And they're like celebrating and happy. And he's like, oh my God, nobody knows you're alive. You have to come back with me. So they go back to the colony. His dad is ecstatic. They're so happy he's back. Blah, blah, blah. Set up nicely. They, they're having a party. They're, There's like a, a rat like, jug band. Yeah, they've like settled like underground. And then it's like, we're so glad you're home. And he's like, well, I'm not staying. Here. I got a pretty sweet setup. Like, I'm else. doing something else. And they were like, and his dad was like, this is a bad idea. And he goes and he shows him like all the like rat stuff. Like, there's just like a rat, rat murder store. Rat poison and all this stuff. Just like a bunch with, like, of dead rats hanging in the window. Actual rats like hanging in the window. And he was just like, oh my God. And he's like, this is what I'm telling you. Like, they're going to kill you. And he's like, no, you're wrong. This is different. So, peace. I'll visit when I can. Um, and then, and then he just like wanders and ends up back heading back to the restaurant in the morning, right? Yeah, he's just like wandering through the city. But I, what, but I think in that morning he like finger guns some dude <laughs> uh, who's like riding by on a bicycle. Yeah, and the guy's like, "What?" And, and just like, like crashes, crashes into, into a the, car. Yeah. But so before that, like, so that was Remy's evening. So Linguini's evening was Skinner getting him drunk, trying to get him to tell him what's going on. Yeah. Because he's like, so you've been cooking for a while, right? And he, like, this isn't your first time. And he's drunk. Like, he just doesn't normally drink. And he was like, nope, this is not my first time. This is my the fifth time. <laughs> he was just <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then he was like, do you like pets? Do you like rats? And he, and to Linguini's he credit, pretty well. he doesn't give anything away. Yeah, pretty well under the pressure while um, he's drunk for maybe the first time. Yeah, and he was just like, and then he's talking about, he's like, ratatouille, why do they call it that? It's just like ratatouille, like rapid. Like, right, like, which is like, okay, but I don't think that joke works in French, but that's okay. You know, anyways, so then that's the whole thing. And then Skinner's like, okay, fine, well, you have to stay and clean. And he's like, what? Oh, God. So when Remy shows up in the morning, Linguini's just passed out because he's he was drunk. And then he was cleaning and all then night. He was cleaning all night. And then um, so then uh, Colette shows up and she's already feeling slightly insecure because she's done all this stuff to help him. And never gotten that at level of attention from Skinner. And now like he got invited in with the chef. So she wants to know like what's going on there. Because also it's like, you know. She's been there way longer, and all of a sudden, like he's getting all this like yep. praise and all like all the stuff that she taught him how to do, and you know. So she's like trying to talk to him, and he's not he's not actually awake. No. So Remy's trying to like control the him. The hair trick do still all this works well. Stuff. Linguini's which asleep. honestly, had he just left Linguini alone, and she'd come in and just found him passed out, that probably would have like served him better. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> So it's this whole thing, and he's trying to get him to wake up. He won't wake up. And he goes, and he makes this, like, face and is, like, snoring. So she smacks him, and then he wakes up. And then he, she's, like, storming and out, and he chases leaving. after her. And she was like, I thought you were different. Like, that's why I helped you. 
And then he comes running after her and he's like, I have to tell her. And so then he's doing this whole thing and he's just like, he's like, I have a rash. She's like, you have a rash? And he's like, no, I have a, I have a tiny little, and she does this like slight glance down at his dick. <laughs> yeah, she does. And he, <laughs> she's like, mm, and he's like, a tiny little chef who tells me what to do. And she just thinks he means like, some in like his inspiration head, like inspiration. Or because we've already established the chefs are crazy. And so she's like, oh, what's one more she's weird She's like, crazy okay, guy? fine. And then um, he's like, no, no, it's this. And then Remy doesn't want him to give it away. So he like pushes him into her to kiss. And, like, and she, she almost maced him, but then didn't. Uh, and then um, they go like driving off in there, whatever. Then we cut to Ego. He's at his thing and his like assistant comes in and Ego's whole thing is like set up like a coffin. The the keyboard he's or not keyboard. The typewriter he's working on looks like like a skull kind of yeah. thing. Um he and, looks like a vampire. And he and uh he comes in and um and his assistant is like uh Gusto's and he's like what what what? Like basically, like, I shut that shit down. And he was like, "Well, it's super popular now." He's like, "What are you talking about? This was the last review I wrote." And he like compared compared it to like Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "So it shouldn't be popular. No one should be going there." Did you like Chef Boyardee stuff when you were a kid? I did. Oh, it was so good, yummy! It was delicious. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. I don't think I would like it now, but maybe just because of the memories. You don't know. You don't know. You want to hear something really gross? I would just I, eat I it out know. of the can cold. Ugh. I knew you wouldn't like that. I don't like that. So then, <laughs> so Ego freaks out because he's like, fuck this. I said no. You don't get to be popular unless I say so. Yeah, Ego's got a bit of an <clears throat> ego. An ego. Um. So then, you know, Colette and then Gweenie falling in love. Remy's feeling a little left behind because they're like off doing their whole thing. Um, and in that, in their like falling in love moments, we see like Remy's, uh, his brother keeps bringing more and more rats with him to get food. Um, and then the, uh, Remy goes inside to get the key. The key. Cause it's, oh no, wait, not yet. Sorry, I got the montages confused. He, so he, this oh, yeah. is the first time Emil brings like, That's right. a group he brings, of people. Including this one giant rat with this like a pierced ear. Giant, I, well, I think he's got like a tag. Like, yeah. He was like a, a lab rat. A lab or rat. Um, and which might be why he's giant. Yeah, maybe he was uh, juiced. Um, and, and he's like, okay, fine. So he goes to get them some food and he notices that the, the fridge is locked. So he's going to find the key. And then looking, he's like, oh, and like Gusto's like talking to him. And all, and the, all stuff. the like cut out Gusto's are talking to him. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, hey, it's your will. Can I look at it? And he's like, yeah, whatever. So he goes to read it and he's like, oh, interesting. And then he's like, wait a minute, because next to it is this letter. And he's like, Linguini's your son. And he was like, I have a son. I was like, how did you not know this? And again, he was like, I, I am your imagination. I, only I know, know what, what you know. You know. <laughs> like, Come on. So then um, Skinner comes in, sees Remy with the papers, and was like, what? Remy takes them and goes running. So Skinner's going after him. And, and this he is gets, a long sequence and chase, and they're like yeah, it's a running whole thing. through the city and jumping on boats. Yeah, and it's this whole thing. And Remy gets away. One of the boats, by the way, was called Defense de Fumer, which I think means like in defense of smoking or something like that. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so then he comes back. Skinner comes back. He's all wet because he fell in the water. And Linguini's sitting there. And he was like, what are you doing in my office? Get out. And uh, Colette turns and she's like, it's not your office. It's his. So he's outed. Um, Linguini becomes the owner because he's the rightful heir to Gusto's stuff. Um, so they're like turning the kitchen around. They're oh, it burning no everything. Smoking. It means the opposite. Sorry. <laughs> So they're turning the kitchen around. They like open up the blinds into the office. Yeah. They burn up all the like, gusto stuff. He stops the the frozen. Yeah, we food see like stuff. Skinner reading a paper that says no more goose, frozen gusto lines. Yeah. So in this in this sequence, so you know, like um, Linguini and Colette are getting closer and closer. We see them roller skate. Somehow he is good at roller skating yeah it doesn't really make sense with every other physical characteristic but it's okay um and remy's brother keeps bringing more and more rats in this sequence to get food um and then uh also they upgrade like major upgrade into this like giant house yeah i'm wondering if that was like linguini or uh gusto's Gusto's apartment yeah something like or if it's connected to the restaurant or something something. i don't know so they end up in this big huge space and remy gets his own like little setup little like nook and and still with the view of the eiffel tower and then we end up and there's like a press conference for linguini right and while they are while all this is happening um skinner calls the health inspector and it was like there's rats here, and the health inspector's like, all right, well, I have an opening in three months. I'll go check it out. And he was like, no, no, no. He's like, look, I got the information. If, if somebody cancels, I'll go look. Um, Which seems pretty relaxed when there's somebody calling in saying, I saw rats at this restaurant. I, you know, I don't know. So then... Um, it's French bureaucracy. That's what it is. So then... <laughs> um. So they're having like a press conference and, you know, Linguini's kind of, he's gotten kind of full of himself. Getting a little cocky. And like, I mean, you know, I just know how to cook because I'm a gusto. And they're like, okay, but you just found out. And he's like, yeah, well, whatever. Just feel it in my bones. And then he's just like, you know, and then I I have this like inspiration. And and Remy thinks that he's going to talk about him now. I don't know if he thinks he's going to like show him or what. But he thinks he's going to talk about him. He doesn't. He talks about Colette, like all this stuff. Yeah, it's unclear what Remy really wants here. Yeah, because the thing is, like, if he were in that moment to be like, I have a rat, I don't think people would have. We see not much longer after this. People aren't going to respond to that very well. No. So then um, so then they go and then Ego shows up and is like, all right. So apparently you decided you could be popular without my review. That's not going to happen. So I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to review your restaurant. You better hope it's good because I will shut this place down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very. I feel like most I'm sure I've heard critics talk about how in general they don't like the way critics are portrayed, portrayed in movies. This is another example of I don't think that's a, a restaurant critic. Go. I think the majority of them do not go into like pan a place and shit all over it. Mostly, they're people who love food, yeah. and really want to eat something good and are excited when they find something new. But he he has a line because uh, Linguini says, "Well, you're really skinny for someone who likes food," and he was like, "I don't like food. I love it, and if it's not." good i don't swallow <laughs> it was like, just like whoa jesus 
And then people will be like, who hurt you? So then, <laughs> so he leaves and it's like, fuck. So then Linguini and Remy have a fight. Because he's like, look, dude, like you cannot control me. And there are other people who have just as valid opinions as you. Like there are other people who have been cooking who know what the fuck they're doing. And so they're they're both just like mad at each other. And Remy's like, Rah! like because he like yelled at him out in the alley. And Skinner sees it. He's like, oh, my God, the rat's the cook. The rat's the cook. I knew it. Um, And then Emil sees all of this. And they're like, wow, it's like he, you're his pet. It's weird, man. And he's like, you know what? Bring everybody back tonight. We are going to eat. Don't worry about it. And they're like, all right, cool. So then um, they come back. He brings the whole clan. They sneak in and they're like stealing food. And then Linguini comes back and finds him and is like, hey, um, look, I'm sorry. Like, I don't like how we left things. I went back to the apartment. You weren't there. I'm really sorry. You know what? You've been there for me. I really, I'm not appreciating you the way I should. And then Emil, who decided to eat an entire bunch of grapes. And he's just like slurping them down whole. <laughs> he like falls, a thing of cheese falls on top of him. The grapes come shooting out like, like a pop gun. Yeah, he's like a machine gun. And like, like hits um, Linguini like on the back of the neck. And he's like, what the? He turns around. And he's like, wait a minute. Are you stealing? Because he goes in the walk-in and sees all the rats. And there's all the rats. And he's like, I can't. I can't believe this. Like, we had a deal. Like, you can't believe you did this. And he's like, get out. Just leave. So Remy's, now Remy's super depressed. And he's like, all right. And he's like, well, you guys know how to get in. So do what you want. So Remy walks away. And then we see the next day, um, Linguini uh, has like a bit of like a, a waking dream of like ego, like coming to eat his heart out. <laughs> and he's like, oh God. Um, and then there, Colette's like, you know, like talk to the kitchen, like get everybody psyched up. Like it's happening. Like let's get going. So he goes out to talk to everybody. He does not do a good job. He's not a good talker. No, because it's also, he didn't do any of this. Right. It's hard to get people motivated when you know, I'm not actually going to be able to help us do anything. Right. Like we're screwed. Um, and then, uh, we see Remy outside of the restaurant, like looking in and just sort of like depressed. And then we see Emil and Remy's like, you know, it's not safe for you to be out here. Like while the restaurant's open and he's like, yeah, but I don't care what I eat. Like I don't have to eat the inside food. Right. I'll eat anything. I'll eat anything. And he's like, for example, look what I just found. And, and for some reason he doesn't realize it's a rat trap, mm -hmm. but Remy does. So he pushes him and, uh, Remy ends up getting caught and Emil's like, oh crap. And it's Skinner. He set the trap and he was like, so here's the deal. Uh, you're going to make me a line of frozen food and uh, I won't kill you. So that's uh, that's what's happening now. That's the deal. So he puts him in Everybody the trunk. Everybody wins. <laughs> he puts him in the trunk. And he's, you know, and he's just sitting there and he's just like, oh, I'm depressed. Yeah. And then Ghosto shows up again. And is like, well, here we are. We're stuck. He's like, well, you're not really stuck. I am. And then they find, like, he finally has, like, this realization, like, he just is who he is. He is a chef. And that's yeah. okay. Like, he doesn't have to try to be anything other than who he is. And then Ghosto disappears because... He had Gusto within him the whole time. The whole time. Um, uh, and then 
we hear like his his dad and the big giant rat and Emil. They're outside of the car and they're like throwing they're like, like pushing like gargoyles, gargoyles yeah. down. So they bust open the trunk because they a gargoyle like lands in the trunk, and then they go in and they get um they get him out. Yeah, and he's like going back and they're like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm a chef." So I he's like help. running back. So then w- in the restaurant we see like Ego's there. And he's like, uh, the I guess like the head waiter yeah. is like, like what do you want? And he was like, <laughs> a little perspective. Perspective. And he does this whole like thing. And then he's like, but since you guys seem to be fresh out of perspective, how about this? Your chef brings me whatever the fuck he wants like, and I'll give you the perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could have just said, just make me some shit. I mean, and I then know. Skinner was there, and he's got like this like thing. I'm like, how? Why he thinks he's in disguise? Right. He's not. These people worked with him for a long time. They would know immediately that it was, was him. There. So he's sitting there, and he's like, I, I have whatever he's having. Like, yeah. okay, all right, dude. So then they're in the kitchen. Linguini's freaking out. Everyone else is freaking out. And they're like, dude, just tell us what's in this and we'll make it. And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, we'll help you. We'll make it. Just tell us what it is. And he's like, I don't know. And he like locks himself in the office. He just runs and hides. And they're just, everybody's freaking out because they don't know what to do. And then Remy comes running into the kitchen and it's just standing there like, all right, I'm here. And because they're like, they're all going to kill him. And then Linguini comes running out. He gets there quick. And he like, he stops him. And he's like, nope, you can't do this. This is him. He's the one making everything. He's the reason why the restaurant's doing so well. It's him. Yeah. What would you do if you, somebody told you this? I'd be like, what the fuck? I I would want to see it. I'm not going to lie. Prove it. I would want to see it. Prove it it crazy, man. I'd be like. I want to I want to see this rat cook. So the, so he's like, so who's with me? Like, let's do this. He this rat's like, going to make this amazing food. Jerry Maguire moment. And they're like, no. Yeah, peace out. They all leave. They all leave. So they lose, like, the kitchen staff. Everybody's gone. And Linguini's like, well, it's over. So he goes to lock himself in the office again. Yeah, really. And Remy's like... Not, not great at facing his, great. his problems. So then... um. Uh, Remy's dad shows up like, well, he was there. He saw the whole thing go down and he was like, all right, I get it, man. And you know what? That's who you are. So, and here's the thing. We don't cook, but we're family. So you tell us what to do. We're going to do it. And in this process, (laughs) the health inspector like pops in. So he must've had a cancellation Yeah, and he sees the kitchen full of rats. And then (laughs) Remy sees like the picture of the health inspector. Cause this is where restaurants, like they do that. Like they, They've got pictures of all the critics. They like yeah. have routines. There's books of like, if this is ha- somebody shows up, like do this. Yeah. And so Remy's like, stop that man. Cause he's like running away. Yeah. So they're like alpha team on this. Everybody else stay and help. So then Remy's like putting them through like the dishwashing machine. So, so everybody's clean. clean and they come out. And he's like, you're on sauces. You're on this. You're on this. And he's like, just like telling everybody what to do. And you know, and he's like doing, he's like sauce check and he's like going around and he's making everything happen. Meanwhile, Alpha Team is like swarmed. <laughs> to f- like, this is like horror movie shit. Just as like his car is coated in rats. And then, so then they come back in and just like, he's like bound and gagged and they throw him in like the freezer. Yeah. Um, and, um, Linguini, he sees like the, they're all doing this and he's like, okay. 
uh, I'm going to serve tables because that's what we need because everybody left. So he straps on his skates. And he's like serving everybody. And then... He's um, really good. He's really good. Uh, and so like um, Ego has like the soup and he's like, oh yeah, not bad. Um, and then uh, Colette is like, she's really upset. She sees the book as she's driving on her motorcycle. Anyone can cook. So she goes back. And she comes in, and she comes into a kitchen full of rats cooking. Yeah, <laughs> and she was like, like <laughs> and Linguini's like, oh, my God, you're back. I'm so glad. And she's like, don't, don't, because I will leave. She says, don't talk to me. Like, what, what the fuck does the rat want to make? And it was like, okay, he wants to make the ratatouille. And she was like, are you sure? And he's like, yep. So she goes Did to Did you start- ever eat ratatouille growing up? Mm-mm. It was a dish my mom randomly would make every once in a while. And I yeah. was like, vegetable stew? Yeah. Gross. So, <laughs> so then she's like, okay. So she goes to start making it, and he was like, Mm-mm, no, no, no. She's like, okay, well, how would you do it? So then he like shows her like what he wants. Planes all these thin discs of vegetables. So they do this whole thing, and, and this right. So then they get it all set up. There's a sauce. There's a thing. They take it out, and he goes to eat it. Ego goes to eat it, and is like transported back he to when a, he was a little boy. He has a moment like in uh oh, I'm a blank of that movie. It was a Aronofsky drug movie with Jared Leto. Oh uh, yeah yeah you yeah. You know, where Requiem yeah. for a Dream. Yes. Where when every time they take drugs they, like focus their eyes, their yeah. pupils go like Whoosh. Yeah. They like open up it was like that moment on his face and he like drops his pen and yeah then he gets transported. Yeah and he's and he's like there back in this moment of like his mom's ratatouille and like just like this thing and he's like, like oh my god food. this is amazing and he just like and he like eats smiles it up and he's so happy and then um skinner's like what and he goes to try it and he's like oh my god it's so good and he's he like, goes in you. and he goes in and he's like how did this happen? and he sees the kitchen full of rats and then they tie him up and throw him in the, the in the refrigerator the too health inspector and then um uh ego is like he's talking to uh linguini and he's like it's very rare that uh, I say I want to give my compliments to the chef, and you're standing right in front of me. And he was like, I'm not the chef. He's like, well, I want to talk to the chef. So he's like, okay. So he goes back to Colette, and they they're conference. like they're like having this like yelling. You can yeah, see them yeah. like yelling at each other. <laughs> and they come out, and, and then he goes like, okay, well, thank you. And she's like, it wasn't me. If you want to talk to the chef, you got to wait till everybody leaves. And he was like, okay, I'll wait. So he waits. Everybody leaves. He and downs they like two come bottles out. of wine. They come out. And then he reveals that Remy's the the chef. They show him everything. He even cooks for him. Like they, he sees him do everything, and then he leaves. And then what we then hear is the, the review. review that Ego wrote, which was this amazing review. And he doesn't say that it's a rat that was doing he the just cooking. Says it comes from humble. And he's like, and I finally understand what Gusto meant. And he's like, not anyone can cook like that's not what it is but a great cook can come from anywhere yeah is that that this can happen anywhere and that people can you know you don't have to have this to be this right um and uh he is he really was like this was the most amazing meal i've ever had the best chef in In france France. and i will eat there again for sure Always and always. And and then Remy was like, which was great. Like, we had this amazing night. Um, he didn't go with his family at the end of the night. He also didn't go with Linguini. He just sort of, like, wandered around the city after having this, like, amazing experience. 
and then and then he was like but of course like they shut the restaurant down because we had to let skinner and the health inspector go and when it got out that there were rats so because it was like that the kitchen was full of rats so then um ego he like got discredited job, for yeah. because he said that this was an amazing place to eat and blah 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 and then Rami's like, but I think he's doing fine because he's now like a part owner in this like tiny restaurant and I know he's happy. And then we see like Remy's been telling the story like, There's like at a this little like little like restaurant. restaurant that's like in the eaves of that's above the restaurant. The restaurant. And he is now cooking at this restaurant, which is Ratatouille. Yeah. Um, and he is Ego is part owner of this restaurant and he gets his ratatouille every night and and um Linguini's serving there, Colette works there, and you know, and he's out there and he's like, Do you want dessert tonight? And he's like, Surprise me. And he like says it to Remy that he sees in the window because he's got like a special little like yeah. staircase up to like look out into the window and uh, you know, and everybody's uh, happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh I really enjoy this movie. It's good. This it's a like, cute movie. Yeah, and it it moves well. Like the music's really good. Yeah. All the voice acting's good. The animation's yeah. really fun. Yeah, so it's it's a good time. No, it is. It's fun. It's a fun one. I like it. Um, so this coming week after this week is uh here in the U.S. of A. Thanksgiving. Um, so we are going to take that week off. Uh, so we can sort of get ourselves ready for that holiday because we will be busy prepping <laughs> prepping and then kids are off school and it just gets nuts yeah um so we'll be off but we'll be back the following week and um so normally thanksgiving would be our throwback but because we're taking that off the week after will be the third week throwback yep so get ready it's it's a benji choice i think i remember what i chose <laughs> oh it's got some holiday connections. Oh, uh, uh, I've given nothing away. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know so what then, you're doing either. <laughs> so it's going crazy. That's so yeah, doing. so we'll be off, but we'll be back. Uh, so I hope if you celebrate the holiday, I hope everyone has a very lovely holiday. Enjoy yourselves. Agreed. Um, again, if you're dealing with the fires, uh, stay safe. Uh, get get to safe space. Um, and don't be like, I'll just wait. If if they tell you to evacuate, just do it. Do not shelter in place. <sighs> don't do it. Like, that was the rule before. It doesn't work anymore. Just get get out. California is a tinderbox. It's it. You know, everybody stay safe. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast mm-hmm. and on Facebook at PG Podcast. Um, yeah, hit us up. We'll respond. Yeah, and we. We're, and, we're posting. And rate and review and all that. Yeah, do all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff that helps us out. We really appreciate it. Always. Um, and just remember, if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it.